0: Hello and welcome to Multifamily Investing Made Simple in Under 10 Minutes. This is the show where we take the complexity out of real estate investing in under 10 minutes. Super straightforward, right? Today, we're going to be simplifying the ever complex debt. If you've ever heard debt is the enemy, well, that's maybe true to some extent. And to some extent, it is patently false. So Dan, the man Kruger, why don't you go ahead and break down debt for me? from the very highest of levels
1: all righty hashtag dave ramsey we got to tag him in this <laughs> video debt so debt's a big component in real estate uh if you listen to dave ramsey everything i'm about to say is going to be blasphemy but whatever debt provides us with leverage
0: dave sit down for this the <laughs> uh, sure debt down.
1: provides us with leverage which, which lets us amplify the returns of real estate and it's a fantastic tool. However, it's a bit different than most of the debt that most people have experience with, specifically a personal mortgage on a, a home, a residence, a single family home or condo, or whatever. Most people have some experience with that concept and uh it's an important topic to talk about because the commercial space has some different debt and it can be a little confusing at first glance. If you're looking at a marketing package for a possible deal and you see some terms in there you might not recognize and there's some specific nuances that are worth understanding so that you can understand um, uh, the deals that you're looking at because they're going to be a little different on the debt side than just your run-of-the-mill 30-year amortization fixed rate type of deal that we're always pretty used to.
0: So you just you just went through a couple terms there. Let's break it down on the traditional mortgage. If you have a single family home, you're probably familiar with these ideas. That is traditionally a 30-year amortization or a 15-year. Those are going to be the two buckets that most home mortgages kind of fall into. And what that means is if you take the total amount of the loan that's due, and then you split it up amongst say 30 years if that's the amortization period then that is what your monthly payments are going to be but that is different than the term so dan what is the term
1: the term is specifically when the load the uh, the the um uh, the note matures or the loan matures now, know, it's, it's something that pr- most people probably aren't paying a lot of attention to because when you're looking at a home mortgage, I mean, the term is the amortization period. Those are typically one and the same. If you get a 30 year mortgage, um, it matures in 30 years. And so most people probably look at a commercial deal and kind of assume that the same is true. But there's a little nuance there that's different. And that's the term of the loan on a commercial property is going to be different, not always, but almost always is going to be different than the amortization. So you might have a 30 year amortization where, like Anthony said, uh, the in- uh, interest, and principal are divided up over payments going on for 30 years. Um, In a commercial deal, you would still have that same payment structure, but then on the Maybe the tenth year, or the fifth year, or the twentieth year—somewhere in um, there—the term is up and the loan is uh, matures. And what happens is you get a balloon payment. So maybe you're paying five grand a month on your mortgage, and you get to the end of the ten-year term, and there's a five hundred thousand dollars balance. Well, there's a final payment of five hundred thousand dollars due after those ten years, which is an interesting nuance. It could be a good thing; it could be a bad thing, depending on how you look at it. Personally, I like the structure of commercial debt better, but. That's
0: just me. Yeah, and so this is the first place that people get really tripped up is the, the term and amortization because coming from that single family world, that that's usually synonymous. They usually mean that's the same thing because they're pinned to one another, but they're not actually the same thing. And that can really, you know, mess up a deal. So when we're looking at a commercial deal, there's a lot of different ways a lot of different ways that the term and the amortization or the interest rate, these things could all be shuffled to make a deal more attractive or unattractive. So maybe it's a thirty year amortization, but only a seven-year term. Like, so that's you know a little bit shorter. Is that better than say a 25-year amortization over a 10-year term? We have a little bit longer to pay off the debt, but the, the the debt payments are going to be a little bit bigger. There's not necessarily a right or wrong answer because there's still two other levers that we really want to consider when we're looking at commercial debt. The first one is the interest only, and this is something that you just don't see, or at least I've never seen it in the single family traditional mortgage realm. And so this can be very, very confusing or like the light bulb moment when you finally learn about this, you'll go, wait, how, how is this even a thing? So what is the interest-only payment, Dan? Uh, it's a really good uh,
1: title because it is, th- I mean, the name is the definition, basically. Like we said before, a traditional amortization on your uh, personal residence uh, you've got your in- your your interest and your principal combined in a payment in varying proportions for thirty years and those change will go we 're not going to go into the details on how amortization tables are built, but just know that you're paying a combination of interest and principal, and typically the way a home mortgage works is you 're paying mostly interest at first, and then as the years go on, it's more principal and less interest and until that final payment is pretty much just uh principal and very little interest. Not really important for this conversation. Uh, But when you're looking at commercial properties, there's a a feature that's commonly available, which is interest only. And that's the option to pay just the interest for a period of time before principal reduction starts. And this is all going to be dependent on uh, the business model, uh, interest rate, risk factors in the general market. There's a lot of different things that are going to dictate whether something's appropriate or not. So we can't just provide a blanket statement that this is a good thing and that's a bad thing because it's always going to. Be relative on the deal, uh, the timeline, and just the general market nuances, specifically to interest rates um, at the federal level and other just market cycle nuances that operators need to be aware of. So it's not as simple as saying here's the good thing and here's the bad thing. It's it's always going to be nuanced. So we don't really have a clear cut takeaway thing to note that this is good and that's bad. Just because it always uh, it always changes. I mean, it's I don't know how better to describe it. It's just uh, it's it's a it's a balancing act between a bunch of different variables and they're always constantly changing. And so the, the, the environment's always going to be a little bit different.
0: Yeah. There's about four levers that, are equally important. So like when you're looking at a traditional mortgage, a lot of people that I've talked to, they get really fixated on the interest rate. Like what, what interest rate did you get? And that is one lever. It's not even the most important lever, I would say. Uh, I'm not even sure I would say any of these are the most important lever because they can all be very valuable. It just depends on how you push and pull them. And so understanding how they work together and then actually running the model and saying, what do the numbers say? when i when i calculate it at a 5 year io 10 year term 25 year am at a 3.2 interest rate it shows me this, how does that compare against this other option over here where maybe I don't get the IO, maybe I have a shorter term, but I have a longer amortization. So there's just so many different ways that these pieces could go together, but understanding the pieces at the fundamental level allows you then to go into a conversation with the bank or the lender and maybe negotiate a bit and say, okay, you can't move on the interest rate. Is there anything that we can do on the IO or on the amortization? Like these are these are things that you might be able to have a conversation around. Yeah,
1: and specifically for passive investors on this topic, too, if you're looking at a potential deal. Uh, one of the important conversations to have with the operator to make sure that it's a good fit for you is understanding you know, why they have the debt they do on the property, um, what their thesis is for the next five, 10 years uh, from a macroeconomic perspective and on the micro level with this deal, and make sure that aligns with uh, your perceptions of the general market, the cycle, uh, where interest rates are going. Uh, because if you're getting into a deal with a three-year term and that means you've got to make some kind of interest rate decision in three years, and you think in the short term interest rates are going to be going up, that might be a bad move. However, if rates are at all-time highs and you're thinking in the short term that things are going to start going down, that might be a great fit. So you want to make sure that the debt that's paired with the deal is the story and the the philosophy behind it makes sense. So you can ask the operator, you know, why is this the way it is? And make sure that aligns with what uh, your perception of uh, the economic picture is at that time.
0: That's, That's massive. And probably the most important thing when it comes to the debt is pairing the right debt with the right deal, the right business plan, because that's what it comes down to. You could have what looks like great debt terms, but your business plan doesn't work with it. Like if you're getting locked into, you know, a 15-year term with a 30-year amortization and a great interest rate, but your plan is to sell in the first two years, but there's a a hefty prepayment penalty on this loan, well, maybe that's not going to actually be a good fit for you. So understanding the the market dynamics, where your plan is going to be in two years or three years relative to the market, that's going to be the most important factor to consider when pairing a debt with a deal?
1: You snuck a new term in there at the end we should define real quick, which is prepayment penalty. In commercial uh, debt, I don't think this really is the case in residential. I might be wrong on this. Uh, I have very limited residential debt experience. But on the commercial side, there's typically going to be something called a prepayment penalty. Uh, and that's basically just to make up for the, uh, the interest income that the bank is missing out on. If you sign up for a 30 year loan and then sell it five days later, they're not going to make any money to originate that loan and they're going to be a little perturbed. So typically you'll see some, some kind of disincentive uh, in the first couple of years to turn around and, and sell the property and pay off the note.
0: Yep, that's perfect. So guys, we are sliding into home plate here just under 10 minutes. So make sure that you go over to iTunes, drop a review. We appreciate you guys. and We'll catch you next week.